0: with clarity. And now here's your host, Sheila White.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Today we are live in studio. I am so excited. I want you to grab a pen, call a friend and get ready to be inspired. My guest today is Dr. Ezekiel Taylor, who is a fulfillment coach. A lot of you out there are wanting to know, how do I get more out of life? Well, this is the person that can give you some information and inspiration. He is a teacher, a trainer, a motivational speaker, and a dedicated father. He's also a licensed certified member of the John Maxwell team and a highly, highly esteemed uh, Les Brown Platinum speaker. We've got something for you all today, so you better buckle your seatbelts because you are going to go on a ride. Mr. Ezekiel Taylor, he offers workshops, he offers seminars, he is a keynote speaker while maintaining a position as an international spokesperson for HD life. He has a book called The Process of Fulfillment, which is talking about eight extraordinary steps to accomplish your greatness. Wow. We've got something for you guys today. Welcome, welcome to the show, Dr. Taylor. I am so excited. <laughs> I'm excited to be here. I am so, you know, there is so much that that um we're gonna get into. We're gonna deep sea dive, but I want to begin on how did you get into this whole area? Let's go back up to your backstory a little bit when you grew up. I mean, was this knocking on the door, uh being a motivational speaker and a trainer? Um, I know you have this gifting, but did you recognize that as a little boy?
2: Well, interestingly enough, um, when I was born, my mother had a vision of me coming out speaking. And she told uh, the doctors, well, she told me to be quiet because the doctors were going to take her away from me. Mm. And I began this, I really think this was the beginning of a prophecy of some sort that I would literally come out and change the world uh, using my gifts, talents, and abilities. Mm. And uh, she named me Ezekiel Jesus, which is Spanish for Jesus. Wow. Taylor. Wow. Now, here's here's the interesting part. <laughs> She ended up marrying a Muslim imam. So I grew up in an Islamic household. Wow. So I had the disciplines of um Islam and being a Muslim. Mm. And I was little Ezekiel Jesus in this Islamic house going wow. to wow. the mosques.
1: Wow. 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 Wow.
2: My wow. brother and sister were Rashida Shakira and Abdullah Bayah and mm. Abdullah Muhammad, Akbar Bayah and Sadiqwa. Mm. And here I am, little Ezekiel Jesus, one of these kids is doing his own thing type thing. Wow. wow. And uh, <clears throat> my mother had uh, a firm foundation uh, mm. when she had me that she would prepare me or uh, how should I say this, that she would get me ready for what she thought mm-hmm. I was going to do. Mm. So she did something interesting. Uh, there's a gentleman named Emil LaRue and he okay. had a... Uh, tape back in the eighties mm. where he said every day and every way I'm getting better and better. And yes. Better.
0: I remember. Yeah. So what yeah. happened,
2: she had an, a tape recorder on all the reverse. And every night I went to bed mm. listening to every day and every way I'm getting better and better and better. Wow. So even at age five, six and seven, wow, not being able to eat any candy, not oh, being able to watch wow. television at all. Wow. I only read books. Mm-hmm. I only read books mm-hmm. in my youth. And in the third grade, mm-hmm. interestingly mm-hmm. enough, Mm. By way of what I'm teaching now about mm-hmm. the brain, mm. I did a science project on the brain. So I was talking about the cerebellum, <laughs> cerebral cortex, yeah. the medulla oblongata yeah, at yeah. age eight years old, where these kids are actually playing video games, mm. living in someone else's imagination.
1: Wow. So wow. I do have
2: a very firm foundation okay. in this. Mm-hmm.
1: So- As you grew up, it was part Islam and part Christian, too. I mean, she named you Ezekiel, which is not necessarily the most common name (laughs) for for that faith type of thing. I
2: I believe God named me through my mother because uh, for her to come from that situation, naming me Ezekiel Jesus and then marrying a Muslim Imam, you know, it had to be some type of divine intervention. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until I was well within my mm. 20s, that I actually went to church and actually had the born again it, salvation experience. Yes, um, yes. And Father Flager's birthday was yesterday. Okay. And I sent a message to him and I told him how much I celebrated him because that mm. was where my Christian journey started at St. Wow. Sabina.
1: Wow. Wow. It's it's amazing when you think back those, those, those yearnings and those giftings that are showing up at an early age. And a lot of people will push them away and they don't pay attention to it. Um, I know there was a gentleman, um, he was saying how he used to like to play like he was riding a plane in the backyard and he'd have like a little stoop and he'd sit on it and he said, I'm going to travel all over the world. And today he's traveling all over the world yes. as a speaker and things like that. So those were early urgings on to saying you're going to be somebody different. There's something great inside of you. Absolutely. And the fact that you were studying the brain at that age and, and now doing talks about the brain, right. it's <laughs> like, okay, that's like a forethought. Um I want to go back a little bit and talk about um you know we just are kind of coming out of this pandemic somewhat but as a firefighter the last 2 years of things that people have gone through um you know the suicide rate was up really high um and I know you guys are probably getting calls all kind of calls yes. what were some of the 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 most challenging things as a firefighter because not only are you a speaker a trainer a teacher you're also a firefighter what were some of the challenges? We know a lot of the people in the medical field were going through a lot of highs and a lot of lows. Mm-hmm. But what was it like for a firefighter? Because most people think you're just putting out a fire um, and then you have a fire truck that'll come when there's certain emergencies. But right. what were some of the challenges that you all experienced during that time? Well,
2: 80% of, of our calls, because I'm also an emergency emergency medical technician for the oh, fire, okay. fire department, okay. so 80% of our calls okay. are okay. of uh, medical... And Maybe, so we yeah. we have seen everything. Mm. Uh, I work over in the Allgale Garden mm. uh, projects okay. uh, off of Doty Road in Chicago. Yep. And tough area, too. It is a very tough area. We wow. get a lot of gunshot victims. Mm. But a lot of people don't know this. Yeah. The most dangerous place for a firefighter mm. is on the expressway. And so I just was—I was just talking wow. to you about how I work with the Illinois State Police. Mm. Uh, side by side, mm-hmm. we are the first responders to the accidents, so okay. we clean up things. So I've seen some of my I had some of my worst days and seen some of the worst things mm. you could possibly imagine
0: yeah. on yeah. the
2: expressway, mm. and people doing all sorts of things. But in this time
0: mm.
2: where um, the value of life is—I mean. Just Almost
1: just like, yeah. gone. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, these young, young people,
1: mm. I hate
2: to even put the focus on Chicago in this yeah, manner, but yeah, yeah. I mean, young people are driving on the expressway shooting. And so I've responded to gunshot mm. victims on the expressway, people mm. who are oblivious to anything wow. going on mm. and they become victims of gunshots. I've been on calls where people have been in the middle of expressway and got hit. Wow. Um, rollovers and all mm. sorts of things. Wow. So outside of of course the medical things, yeah. the suicide yeah. attempts, yeah. the suicides yeah. and the elderly mm. have been left almost to fend for themselves.
1: Wow. Wow. Because there's wow. A, a
2: flip side to people not wanting to go into the homes oh. and uh subject right. their loved ones yeah. to the because, possibility yeah. of COVID nineteen. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. And then yeah. also
2: people in fear of getting mm. it once yeah. someone has it. So You talk about um, Mm. mankind actually going through a separation of sorts where they're actually Mm. not even interacting with one another as we should. And then on top of it, with social media and things of that nature coming into play. I mean, we've become a society that's become separated from one one another. And it's part of the norm now. So us coming together, which is absolutely... um,
0: Mm
2: foundational to you being successful. And we're gonna talk about that today. Uh, How a lot of my teachings, Mm -hmm. uh, the bulk of my book that Mm -hmm. we're gonna talk about, talks about uh, agreement and really having the esteem from others and Mm -hmm. relationships and the importance of actually experiencing Mm -hmm. the energetic uh, vibration between two people Mm -hmm. and how that goes into play in you fulfilling your dreams, your wants, your Mm -hmm. desires, and your wishes. Wow.
1: That's, you know, even as a a licensed minister and things like that, how do you think that, I mean, will we ever be back to a place where we can somewhat call normal? Some people say it will never be normal again. Um, You you talk about people, they're like separated. They're afraid to reach out and touch. And this is something that, you know, science and I know in a lot of the studies that you have done, just the physical touch, the vibration of just, you know, people reaching out mm -hmm. to each other there's something lost today. Absolutely. You know, so a, as a minister and, and and uh you know, a, a person of, you know, faith, what do you say, how can we get back to just being human again? Because so many people were already not having a conscience doing things. Mm-hmm. And like you said, drive-by shootings and all these types of things. And we're in a place now where this has put a wedge, you know, um, with physically with mm-hmm. people, there was already a psychological, you know, distance with, with the you know the racism and all these other ills that are going on in society now people aren't connecting the way they were where are we going as a people do you think as you know as a as a man of the gospel um how can we get back to connecting once again and being human and 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 having that uh feeling that consciousness that i have to be my brother's keeper
2: hmm. well unfortunately i think that we have literally transitioned
0: Mm. um, into a different paradigm Mm.
2: and what we knew
0: Mm.
2: as uh, being relational with one another, I think is a thing of the past. And I I hate to be a Debbie Downer, if you will, but the Bible speaks of these days and that these Mm. things were going to take place. And so I think at this point, Mm. uh, personal development Mm. is key because you're now dealing with Um, I hate to say it. No, but it's, but true. A, a, it's true. A major separation. There's not going to be a middle class anymore. Wow. There's going to be those who get it, understand, excel, and um, are the dreamers and the people who actually facilitate okay. what's going on on planet Earth. And then they're going to be the people who
0: wow.
2: actually come into into proximity mm-hmm. with what it is that they're fed. Wow. And wow. they're going to be those who I hate to say it mm-hmm. are cattle. and they're going to be the leaders. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the church Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) has been spoon-fed and trained
0: to be cattle,
2: to be dependent upon, and we'll we'll Mm. talk about this, dependent upon God and waiting on God to do something where God, I believe, has given us the power to make things happen. Uh, There's a a gospel, if you will, that Mm -hmm. people talk about uh, he may not come when you want him, but he's always on time, always on time. <laughs> and I believe that God mm-hmm. has given all of us the power mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. make things happen. I okay. speak about something and it's mm-hmm. the, the, the first chapter of all of my books, the first, okay. cha- the first step that I teach mm-hmm. goes in uh, total contradiction to a lot of teachings from the wow. pulpit wow. where people talk about, uh, we need to pray mm-hmm.
0: that mm-hmm. God
2: reveal his will to us where I actually talk about the fact that what do you want? And Mm -hmm. when you get to the place where you can actually design your life and you can then dictate what you desire, Mm -hmm. that God is waiting to help facilitate your dreams, your wants, your wishes, and desires.
1: Right, right.
2: And he's already Mm pre-programmed our bodies to be the facilitators of this.
1: You know, let's talk about that a little bit because there are so many people, you know, like you said, during this pandemic time, and even before that, let's go back to 9-11, um, what happened over here in this country? At one point in time, people ran to faith. You know, they ran to what's going on, what's happening. It's the end of the world. And then the pandemic happens years later. Um, you you speak about a time where people are being fed like cattle in the in the church. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Because a lot of people they went to church looking for something, looking for help, looking for God, and they were there for a little while, then they left. Um, and then there's some people that are so as you said, it's a, it's a great way that you put it, they're just cattle fed. They're believing one day by and by, you know, things are going to happen. Things are going to change. um, the, You know, the chariot's going to come and it's going to rescue me. There's, they're looking for, some people are looking for the next Martin Luther King to lead the people out of the situations that we're in. How come we as a people today still are not awakened consciously to even the scripture saying that, you know, we, we, we have not because we ask not, basically, instead of just letting a person tell us, this is the way, follow me, and I will take you there. <laughs> I will take you well, there. I, I have <laughs> I, I have a
2: very firm <laughs> answer with respect to that. Uh-huh. I think the issue comes, well, I believe the mm-hmm. issue comes with the misinterpretation of the word faith.
1: Mm.
2: I'm going to say that again, the yeah. misinterpretation of the word faith.
1: Now, now say what faith is, because a lot of people don't understand it.
2: Well, in the old way, you know. Okay, say, so speak. I'll I'll give it to you from an exegetical standpoint. Okay, the word faith is a the word pistis in the Greek, and mm-hmm. it literally means firmly persuaded, firmly p- firmly convinced. Mm. It is a past tense word. Uh-huh. There is a, a a sermon that I've heard a lot of ministers preach yeah. that faith is now,
0: wow. and faith
2: could not be now. Mm -hmm. ever, because faith is past tense. In order Mm -hmm. for you to have, my old mentor, Dr. Nasa Siddiqui, used to put it like this, you got to got it before you're ever going to get it, which Mm -hmm. means you have to be firmly persuaded and firmly convinced that it already exists. And that is the foundation to it actually manifesting. Mm -hmm. And most people are still wishing, hoping, and praying that something's going to happen. And that is not Bible faith. Mm. And so if you don't understand that concept, you will never have the promises of God. You will never Mm. have the promises that you think you want a desire because you have not fulfilled the very foundational principle of the concept of faith.
1: And is this the reason why people that maybe are not, let's say, faith based, they acquire things because they're believing at the level that you're saying and they're not even religious people?
2: Well, it starts with what you want.
0: Mm. We're
2: going back to that. Okay, what do you want? And now when you say what you want and you can come up with the design, you actually have a picture in your mind. We're going to talk about what happens in the body. But let's just talk about from a spiritual perspective. Yeah. Yeah. If you can have a picture in your mind of what you want Mm -hmm. and you can feel yourself in having it. See, here's a scripture that a lot of people don't understand. When Jesus stood in front of the mountain and yes. he said, when you speak to the mountain, he, there's a, a, a missing piece in there mm-hmm. that begins to talk about when you move from wanting the mountain to move to actually feeling okay. that the mountain would move. Then you can say to the mountain, be ye removed. But it's not until mm. there is an emotional transition that takes place in your body wow. that there's something that translates into the universe mm. that God, actually honors and respects from a principal perspective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, we all want God to come down at our level. Wow. Yeah. And that's where we, and I, 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 I gotta talk about it. Yeah, yeah. But as a okay. people, we're still on the plantations. We're still waiting mm-hmm. on a savior to come and save us from the plantations mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. there were people who actually had the dream to get off of the plantation and they left, the, they left the people who were still yes, yes, singing yes and we still got these old Negro spirits yes, still yes. in the church instead still of singing victorious songs yeah. about where it is that yeah. we are now yeah. and what we have been afforded because of what took place on the cross. We're still trying to get to the place where Mm. we qualify for what God has for us. Instead of understanding that it already took place, who we are Mm -hmm, in mm -hmm, Christ, mm -hmm, who we are mm -hmm. being recognized by the universe has everything to do with what we believe about ourselves. And if we continue to take on what people tell us about ourselves, see, this is, here's the problem with social media. Here's the problem with Mm. the media in and of itself. Yeah, Yeah. We keep, paying attention to what they say about people who look like us. And then we inadvertently take mm. this on. Wow. And then the other piece is from age zero to seven. Yeah. Yeah. This is where uh, mm. children live in yeah. a, a different brainwave state Yeah. where it's a difference between how it is they perceive things. And so they take things on. And this mm. is the foundation to how they'll live the rest of their lives. Mm. We don't teach our children that from zero to seven, yeah. what it is that they're capable of doing. What we're talking about mm. is what they can't do yeah. or what you're allowed to do. Yes. We're giving them rules and regulations right. to help help them pre- be prepared to mm. be governed in a society instead of telling them that mm. they can do anything they want. Wow. I've heard uh, the new mm. uh, ministers or mm-hmm. some of the new mm. thought leaders talk about so we need to stop telling people that they can have and do whatever they want. Well, all you're doing once again is spoon feeding them to be cattle, to be led by those who are the dreamers, who have the ability to Mm -hmm. facilitate Mm -hmm. a Mm -hmm. dream from the dream state into the manifestation of that dream. It makes me
1: think of the song that around February, you know, Black History Month, We Shall Overcome. (laughs) (laughs) When you're saying what you're saying, we're still singing this song all over the country.
2: Because we have a belief that we have not overcome. If you listen to a person long enough,
0: yeah.
2: and I talk to people all the time about their traumas wow. and about wow. what what they believe about themselves. I let a person talk and then I can tell them about what age they experience, the type of trauma they experience yeah. that has them have the idea and yeah. the vision of themselves uh-huh. that is limiting, self-sabotaging, and disempowering. Wow! And wow. most people that are not achieving in life are living with limiting, self-sabotaging, and disempowering what I call subconscious programs. Mm. And in order for us to transition from subconscious programs that lead our lives on autopilot. Wow. See, you can wake up and decide you want to do something, wow. but the things that you don't think about, mm. your subconscious program, which is housed in your body. Yes. See, there are things that you do that you never even think about that you do. Mm. You get up. And you go to the restroom a certain way, you tie your shoes a certain way, you put on your clothes a certain way, you fix your hair a certain way. And you don't have to to filter those through your conscious mind. Yeah. This is something that you do. Well, you have habits Mm -hmm. that have you had the same type of outcome every Mm. day Mm. that come from that same subconscious programming. And those habits bring about a set of things that take place, experiences in your life that Mm. you keep experiencing over and over again. Wow. So I wake up and I say, I want to be great. Well, you have disempowering, self-sabotaging, subconscious programming that's going against that. Yes. So how do we change that? Mm -hmm. How do we get to the point that I want to be great becomes I am great? Mm -hmm. Because I have a firm belief that says we don't get out of life what we want. We get out of life who we are.
0: Yes. yes, So people don't want to hear
2: that you're getting out of life Mm -hmm. a limiting, self-sabotaging, disempowering, subconscious program. And the reason being is this, this and this. And then we have a set of counselors and psychologists mm-hmm. and psychiatrists yes. and ministers that try to have people That's go true. back and revisit these issues. They try to have. Oh, I, I, yes, I heard I, of one, that. one of the things that, yeah, that yeah, I'm yeah. and I know I'm going to get a lot of backlash. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. But Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the very first thing they have you do in these mm-hmm. meetings is mm-hmm. to stand up and say, I am an alcoholic, to stand up and say, I am oh. a drug addict. I am is the most powerful set of words mm. known to man. Wow. Wow. Because it sets you up mm-hmm. to yeah. be that that you say you are. So I I am, you will continually perpetuate that yeah. thought process and that mindset. Yeah. No matter what.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So here people don't yeah. take this these type of things into consideration. Yeah. I am sets you up for the next. Set of things that's going to happen in your life.
1: Whether it's good, bad, or good, indifferent. Bad, or indifferent. Man, that's about, and, and the programming, like you said, at an early age, you know, you hear like if the parents are separated and the children, you're not going to be anything. You're just like your father. You're going to be a drug addict. You're going to be, you know, a prostitute. You're not going to be anything. That stays there. It's, it's going into the subconscious mind. And I've, I've heard people say, well, they said I wasn't going to be anything anyway. And so they fulfill that. It's like a self fulfilling prophecy um, that they have, how can we begin to, to go into that subconsciousness? I know we're going to talk about that book a little bit, but how can we go into the subconsciousness and begin to work at that level? Because we, you know, I'm thinking about Christ and for instance, when he went to the, to Lazarus and he just said, Lazarus come forth. When you mention you say something, you have to have a feeling about moving that mountain. Mm -hmm. I imagine something in him just knew he felt that Lazarus was going to come walking forth. And so he said it and he thanked God before it even happened, mm. so he already was like, okay, I know this is going to happen, so thank you, God, you know, you give thanksgiving before it happens. so there's something that was happening there that we're just not perpetuating today, so how can we work with that subconsciousness that you talked about to change those things so that we can get more out of life?
2: Well, let me, let me address the, 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 the thanksgiving aspect. Mm-hmm. I say this all the time, thanksgiving acknowledges receipt, mm. okay? Mm. So when someone gives you something, yes, yes. I, if you ever heard people and I, I do this all the time, yeah, I yeah. said, thank you in advance. Mm. I already set the person up that they can't refuse because not only did I did yeah. I have I had a firm persuasion and I was firmly convinced I was going to receive it. Okay. OK, but I moved it from what I thought mm. to what I say
0: mm. and words have power, mm-hmm.
2: vibration.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: And now they're put in a position that especially if mm-hmm. they're not uh, operating on a higher vibrational
0: plane, right, right, that they're right.
2: subject to what I said. Hmm.
0: Hmm.
2: Thanksgiving hmm. acknowledges receipt. I've already received that that I, I think asked for. you for. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And Thanksgiving acknowledging receipt said, I didn't even really ask, I made a request. And I made a request that God would not deny me of. So now either he's gonna use you.
0: Mm, yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> or he's yeah. gonna use someone to bring about that that I've already thanked him for. Mm,
0: mm. So
2: that being said, moving mm. into the actual yeah. reprogramming yeah, of yeah, the subconscious yeah. mind. Mm-hmm. Um, there wow. there are two things that I really teach mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. with respect to that. Uh there are a few um, that move into the more unconventional, mm. um, aspects of metaphysics and, yeah. and so yeah. on and so forth. Yeah. But two that can absolutely be biblically based.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: one would be, uh, repetition.
1: Okay. okay. So, uh,
2: okay. back when I pastored, yeah. uh, the first thing that I did is I, I gave all of every member, every new member mm. that came in, into the fold, I gave them a set of what I call faith confessions. Mm. And I told them every morning, mm. I want you to say this.
0: Okay. Now, here's okay. a
2: theoretical approach to that. Mm-hmm. So what we would do is move from what I call confirming words of faith okay. to okay. commanding words of faith. Because you're going to believe you mm. before you believe anyone else. So if you say I'm more than a conqueror oh, every day, okay. one day your spirit man, one day your subconscious it's gonna wake program
0: up. Yeah.
2: is going to say I am more than a conqueror and you're going to move from what we call confirming word of faith. Mm, okay. I'm confirming yeah. that I'm more than a conqueror to now. No, mm. I am more than a conqueror. Mm. And now everything that I come in proximity to mm. must bow down to the subconscious programming oh, okay. of this giant mm. I am. I'm a representative of the most high God. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I'm mm -hmm. seated in heavenly places. Yes. Well, see, we don't, we don't talk about that. We're seated in heavenly places at the right hand of the father, which is the seat of all power and authority. Joint heirs. Yes. Yeah. Joint heirs. And everything that God talked about, Mm -hmm. he said, I've already given you all things that pertain to life and godliness. Mm -hmm. Watch the, watch the next one. I've already blessed you with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places, wow. in Christ.
1: Wow. Wow.
2: And here we're still wishing and hoping and praying. Hmm. Everything God was going to do, he already did.
1: Yes, yes. And yes. then he
2: gave us his will. He said, it's my will that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul, soul. prospers. Yes, yes,
1: yes, yes. That's
2: what his desire for us. Everyone's waiting on God's will. He said, my will is for you to prosper mm. and be in good health, mm. even as your soul prospers. Wow. Wow. So we're waiting on things to happen Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, we've been commanded to be the movers and the shakers. We're supposed to be the managing agents of all the resources here in the earth. Mm -hmm. And we're still waiting. And that waiting puts us on the back end of those who understand principles. Yes. Not that they saved. And see, this is when. We'll get into a debate with someone and I'll tell them, let's, let's talk about fruit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You
2: have a problem with Mm -hmm. this person Mm -hmm. who's never said it for you to hear. You don't know a person's walk. Yeah. yeah. Said it for you to hear, but you can watch their lives and everything that they do. If they lose everything,
0: they they get it right back. They get it right back.
2: Right. Multiple times sometimes. So, and what, Mm -hmm. what is that? Mm -hmm. That is a programming that I can't lose, Mm. that
1: I am a winner. Oh, wow. So
2: those people who will uh, win the lottery, if Mm. you will. Yeah, yeah. The high percentage, it's 85% of those who win the lottery Mm. are broke within five years.
0: Yeah, yes. Why is that? Yeah.
2: Because there's a subconscious program that, Mm. forgive me for saying it like this, but let's just keep it 100. I'm a loser.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
2: in order for me to have something, I got to do something that's a gimmick. Mm -hmm. instead of doing the internal work.
0: Wow. Wow. When
2: you do the internal work and you become a winner inside, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you don't get out of life what you want. You get out of life who you are. When I became a winner inside, anything that I do every day and every way, I'm getting better and better and better. Right. Anything that I do. If I'm, uh, I was a platform artist for um, the number one product company in the world. Yeah. I went to, and I was an educator. Mm -hmm, So I mm -hmm. began to teach caucasians mm-hmm, how mm-hmm. to color caucasians hair i did um, hair for the miss universe pageant yeah, yeah. i did ha- i did hair uh, mm-hmm. all over the world i traveled yeah. all over the world mm-hmm. doing hair shows yeah teaching yeah. people how to do hair yeah because that yeah. is something that watch this i mm-hmm. wanted to do oh. so i said i want to do this yeah and i became the greatest mm-hmm. i achieved at and in the hair industry mm-hmm. i became everything that every person That goes to beauty school aspires wow. to become.
0: Wow. wow. Then
2: I, I said, okay, I'm going to pastor a church.
0: Mm, mm, and mm. so
2: I traveled the world. I've traveled, I've been to the Holy Land. Mm. I've, I've done um, tours yeah. in South Africa, mm. crusades in South Africa. Right, right. I've had TV broadcasts. Mm. I've done all sorts of things wow. with respect to that. Yes. And yes, then yes. I became, I, I yes. went into the personal development field. Mm. And then I met the number one speaker on the planet and yes. then he told me that i had a gift that mm. i literally am a communicator and an orator all mixed in one
0: Ooh. and so
2: he said i have nothing to teach you but to change your language and that was when he introduced me to dr milton howard jr where oh i began God. to learn mm. all about the body mm. science and les brown put it like this people have a problem with me not teaching jesus but i teach what jesus taught and mm. that was the mandate that Jesus gave us in the first place.
1: Right, right. He didn't say, go
2: teach me. He said, go teach what I teach.
1: Right, right. Go make
2: disciples of all nations.
1: Wow. Now, this is the reason why they call you the growth guru. (laughs) 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 This is the reason why, because the way that you explained that and broke that down, um, I mean, even the layman can understand it. You know, business people can understand it. And that gift as a little boy, but just hearing, I am great. I am somebody and all of that. Just travel through time to bring you where you are now today. Who was the person that gave you that title? Because obviously <laughs> going through the years and wanting to be better and wanting to be the best, your programming got you there. But who gave you that title? Because obviously when someone's around your presence and those that are hearing us today, just the information can change your whole psyche and your whole consciousness.
2: Well, my, uh, when I was pastoring, I had a young man, he was my youth pastor, mm-hmm. and uh, I made a challenge mm-hmm. to, to him. I gave my book to the pastors of the church, and it wasn't mandatory reading. Okay, But okay. he read the chapter that I did on growth, mm. and it changed his whole perspective on how to attain things in life. Okay. Because okay. specifically, I yeah. talk about the yeah. fact that we're chasing mm-hmm. things where we're to grow into things. It has everything to do with development. Development. As you develop into things, the things that you want, wish, and desire, it all goes back to how it is that you prepare yourself
1: and right how you biggest.
2: prepare mm. your surroundings yeah. for growth. How you prepare the mm. relationships. Yeah. Chapter one, I talk about what do you want, yeah. and I deal with traumas and deal mm. with those types of things. Chapter two, I tell people you got to organize the right type of relationships mm, mm. around what you want wow. certain people are not going to be there to support you with respect to that and it's so wow. to the point that the wrong type of attention and the wrong type of people around mm. you can push your body into what's called an alkaline state I, i'm sorry an acidic wow. state
0: yeah yeah the acidic
2: yeah. state yeah primes the body for cancer primes the body for disease
0: Mm. where
2: if you're in a homeostasis alkaline state
0: which me
2: talking to you can actually shift the waters in your body into that state now you're in a state where Mm. your body is flowing the hormones are flowing you're feeling better and this is prime Mm. to make your dreams your wants wishes and desires come to pass. There's a vibrational exchange that yeah. takes place.
0: Yeah,
2: we, uh, Dr. Howard and I are talking about mm-hmm. how pheromones mm-hmm. come from our bodies and you can come in proximity with me and pick up on mm-hmm. the pheromones and the study about how bees yeah. are creating hives yeah. and how different insects in the world deal with pheromones. Yeah, Human yeah. beings have pheromones mm-hmm. and people pick up off of that. And me picking up off of wow. someone's pheromones wow. can have me help to facilitate wow. your dream. Mm. Just like you picking up on my yes. yes and you're yes, thinking about how yes. I can help facilitate yes, his dream, how yes. I can get his
1: message to go. the world. Yeah, you know it's it's so interesting because um, this brings us to the book to the meat now. We're gonna get we're gonna deep sea <laughs> dive. We're gonna deep sea dive a little bit, folks, because there's about eight different principles that you talk about. Absolutely. in the book, we need our audience and our listeners to know some of these principles. How can they begin to wow. walk out? these principles to be able to fulfill more of what they want to get in life because there's so much going on and a lot of people don't think that they can have it. You know, you just broke it down so eloquently just saying, you know, what is how you think and changing your mind and even the hormones, even the animals will go up and sniff another animal there's something going on (laughs) there. And they will say, okay, you are my breed of my breed or whatever it is. And the bugs, it's amazing because God put everything here, as you said earlier, us to to rule and control and to work with so how can we let's talk about the book because it's it's just the title in and of itself you know get your attention
2: the (laughs) title the title came to me and um i just so happened to google it and it it is a it is mentioned in the bible Mm. the process of fulfillment Mm. and so it was it was um at that point you know it was it hit me. I oh said, this my. is it. Oh my. And so I don't know if you noticed, but on the book, uh, and I had this fight with, with, uh, the publisher and he said, extraordinary is not a separate word. I said, but I want to separate it. I want mm. people to know that it's extraordinary because mm. when you say extraordinary, you think about greatness. I want them wow. to know that these are not just regular
0: yeah, steps. Yeah, these are yeah.
2: extraordinary
0: steps. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: And so if we could just mm. go through the steps really quick and, and yeah. uh, just want to, to help some of the listeners out.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, step one mm-hmm. is getting out of your own way,
0: mm.
2: and a hundred percent of of what is taking place with mm. respect to us not achieving uh, what we want right. has to do with our own self perception, how okay. we see ourselves, how we see ourselves, and also the traumatic experiences that speak to the hindrances that mm-hmm. we're we're experiencing. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I had people not go into the traumatic experiences. Okay. Recognize okay. that there's one there. Okay. okay. But when I talk about getting out of your own way, mm. the question I ask is, what do you want? Because if you can shift the focus to what you want, okay, this becomes something that was necessary to even get you there.
1: Wow. Wow.
2: The wow. things that I've experienced is that that could, could have been traumatic experiences. What they actually showed me was how great and powerful I was. Mm. Because every time something came to take me out, I rose again like yeah. a phoenix rising yeah, from the yes, ashes. Yes. And I became something newer and greater. I went to St. Wow. Sabina a couple of weeks ago mm, after mm. not being there 15, 20 years. Wow. And I walked in the church and some of the people, they said, you look younger mm. than I remember you 20 mm. something years ago. Wow. Wow. And so that says something about the things that I've been through because they, mm. I don't look like what, what I've been, you've been through. Been <laughs> So we, we have, we have mm-hmm. people focus on wants, wishes, desires, and dreams, and then we mm-hmm. teach them mm-hmm. how to facilitate them. Okay. Step two is mm-hmm. major in how we facilitate it. Okay. We got to okay. go back and we have got to take a look at our relationships. Now here's, okay. here's the hard part yeah. for a lot of married people that come to us.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: We tell them a lot of times it's your mate. We have chosen wow. mates. Watch this. Mm-hmm. At the lowest existence of our psychology at the time nobody wants a Mm. challenge if Mm. you will and we're choosing mates too early when we choose our mates we're in our teens and 20s who do we we don't know ourselves wow we've not gotten on board with what our true desires are all we want to do is become palatable for someone else
0: yeah yeah and help
2: someone else mm-hmm. and and I'm, I'm i'm playing off of my yeah. insecurities and yeah and yeah. no one's really dealing yeah. with these things right and so a lot of times mm-hmm. we've entered into and people go back to the bible and they say god hates divorce and i tell them no god hates you not fulfilling your destiny your, destiny. your purpose yeah. more than he yeah. hates divorce yeah. <laughs> i'm it's, sorry it's
1: moving so soon it's so quick
2: and know? right yeah. now the divorce rate in the church is higher than in the world wow, wow. wow. so if wow. we could just move to that and say mm-hmm. let's Go back and reevaluate yeah, yeah. our relationships. and yeah. I'm not saying go ahead and snatch your head out yeah. of the lion's mouth. Yeah, yeah. Some some stuff is going to take some finessing. But if, in time. fact, you want to get to that, that place where we talk about greatness, yeah. or I call it the sweet spot, yeah. where all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord, who are called yeah. according to his purpose, yes. where you can't lose like every move you make is right there it's like you're on a favor flow yeah and every place you go it's not like i have to even pray about it i just move into things that are in alignment with who i am Mm. and so now we got to get to that place where we now Mm -hmm. make some hard choices about our relationships when we do that we move into a place where we talk about creating an environment for growth wow now in order for a seed to grow it needs water now, interestingly enough, wow. water conforms to whatever the seed is. Mm. <laughs> Watch this. If you take a bamboo plant, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a bamboo plant starts off this small. Yeah. yeah. All you add to it is water. Mm. And the bamboo plant becomes this great, immense thing. Wow. wow. It, start, it, fo- it follows who you are and what you are, the seed you've sown in you. Mm-hmm, We're
0: mm-hmm.
2: chasing after things instead of sowing the seed wow. into who we are. Wow. And watch this. The people around you mm-hmm, actually mm-hmm. help move the water in your body to make you feel better wow. about moving into a place where now your behavior patterns align wow. with your desires. Yes. So you have, what do you want? Mm. organizing the right relationships,
0: creating the environment for growth. Mm. Wow. Wow. Thank you for listening to Gifted with Sheila White. We hope you understand how your gifts can make an impact on the world. Gifted with Sheila White is produced by Road to Eternity, a film and television production company.